0: Alright, we're diving straight in, our favourite way. Uh, I'm once again here with my Swiss baller friends, Arman from uh, Zurich and Dottor from London. How are you boys?
1: Good, how are you?
0: I'm good, yeah. I went to um, the Monday Night Football show yesterday with uh, Gary Neville and and Jamie Carragher, which was a lot of fun. Not so much the game, but seeing the show made backstage was, was pretty cool, yeah. How's it going in Switzerland, Darman? I hear you scored a hat trick.
2: Yes, man. Good, good, uh, good way to start the week.
0: Love that. And uh, but your your favorite team didn't win Zurich. They only drew two two.
2: I know. I I, uh, I was at the game. Um, but to be honest, um, I take the point. It's fine.
1: But was it in Zenggald? Yes. Oh, you went to Zenggald. Okay.
2: Yes, I go to every away game. Yeah, he scored He
0: scored a hat-trick in the morning and then went to watch his favourite team. Yeah, it w- was very city.
2: stressful,
0: yeah. What a day. Alright boys, loads to talk about today. Obviously, we had the international break, we had a bunch of coaches being sacked, uh, a full round of fixtures, some massive games to talk about uh, in in German and French football as well as the Premier League. Uh, But we're going to start with uh, the sackings. We've had four major coaches, or major clubs, sacking their managers over the last two or so weeks. Uh, Obviously, Chelsea got rid of Graham Potter, Brendan Rodgers, uh, his time is up at Leicester after losing 2-1 to Crystal Palace in the last minute. Spurs let go of Conte fairly early on in the international break, and perhaps the Biggest news, maybe not in England, but on a more international scale, is Nagelsmann leaving Bayern. Let's start with Chelsea because let's be honest, they're so crap. Yeah. <laughs> they're so bad the, it feels like it feels like Todd Bowley is playing football manager uh, with with that football team at the moment. Buying players Great. left, right, and centre. There's no real structure. They they bought Sterling and Aubameyang in in summer. And it seemed like they're going to go for these more, the older players, the the proven players. And then suddenly he's like, actually, no, let's buy all the young players. And then he bought Mudrik and, and Madueke. And and I'm not even going to list everyone. You know who I'm talking about. A bunch of young players. And a, 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 a sacked Tuchel, who was a, a very successful, internationally successful coach, successful as Chelsea as well. Didn't go right. Got Graham Potter in, who did well at... Brighton before this and then just I don't know the wheels just came off it didn't quite work out what's going wrong there Toto maybe you start uh,
1: to be honest I'm not a huge Chelsea fan so I'm happy with that downfall to be honest <laughs> uh, but yeah I don't know it seems like for me it's like PSG you know you can't build a team with just lots of players from anywhere like to to have like six new players in one summer or one winter for me There is no way it can work, so I think maybe with the time it would be, uh, they would be good again, I don't know, I hope no, but let's see in the future, but yeah. But just one point with which I was very happy is to see Conte back, because I think we all love Angolo Conte, so to see him back on the pitch was really good, and yeah. yeah, I know.
0: Yeah, I think I saw a stat somewhere that his his last three home games at Stamford Bridge were all played under three different coaches, uh, which <laughs> which is fucking hilarious. But yeah, for sure, he's he's, he's great. It's great to see him back because he's such a yeah. such seems such a nice guy. Um, Arman, what do you what do you make of this? Did you ever see Potter working out? Because I remember when he was appointed, people were thinking, "Oh shit, they're going to be good now. They're going to be strong," and then they weren't.
2: I I was one of the, those people, if I'm honest. <laughs> no, I was just I was just very um, excited for Chelsea in a way that I think he's such a. What he did at Brighton was so remarkable because, whenever I watched Brighton, they played so fluid and so offensive, and it's it's, it's not like that for most maybe small clubs in the Premier League that they play this kind of style. If you compare them to maybe, Brentford or Fulham, they play more pragmatic and. Set pieces. So I really, I really like. even now they're playing amazing. Brighton under Potter and changing the formation every game. So I, I thought, I thought it's gonna work out, but I think you see that managing a big club, who is a bit of a mess, maybe with the new ownership, uh, it's just an, a whole another level. And yeah, it, it, it doesn't seem that it would work out in the future. I think the the stats are just they're scary I mean they I think in 22 games I think they only they didn't manage to score nine times ridiculous for a club like Chelsea 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 side with that spending that is just awful but I think I think he I don't think he's a bad manager I I just think he just came at the wrong time and yeah yeah Yeah, it seems it seems
0: like at Chelsea they're learning on the job in the higher up positions because they obviously they had Abramovich who who had a very successful era, but he also incorporated this attitude of I'm getting coaches in every two or three years, perhaps less, but they have to win and they have to win quick. And it feels like Todd Poley came in and he was like, well, I'm going to do things a bit differently. I'm going to give them time. I'm going to give Potter a longer contract, yada, yada. But and then, I, and I mean, now he's changed his... his take on the matter He's changed his approach again and yeah, yeah. i don't know it, it just feels like there's no real idea or, or, or structure behind it because i feel like chelsea yeah. fans we know chelsea fans here in, in london obviously and a lot of them they kind of want that success whether or not they're going for a longer vision or a shorter term vision it doesn't really matter but they want that success and they want it quick and if it doesn't work then it doesn't work and you saw them we saw them boo the team off and and yeah just from minute one it just seemed like a huge disconnect between it's, like, and, it's, and the
2: it's not a team as well i mean yeah if you see them together i think there's like a clip and how they went for a warm-up and ospilicueta tried to hype them a bit and it was just no emotion everybody's like on their own it's just not a team at all and it's it's crazy and i mean with so many good players in the team i don't think it's, it's healthy for for a team like to build a a solid foundation, you know.
0: Do you, do you mm-hmm. think it will click ever with this squad?
2: I think they have to get rid of the deadwood first. I mean, the players who, who they don't want in, they just get rid of them because mm-hmm. you cannot have thirty player in the squad, and the and the twenty of them are unhappy.
0: It's it's not gonna work. I mean,
2: for sure, it's not gonna
0: work. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the, but, the, the but, list of, of new transfers since June, uh, July of last year. is 25 I mean, names, it's yeah.
2: ridiculous. I never saw something yeah. like this.
1: Yeah. But I think, to be honest, if you give them time, maybe next year, it can be very scary because there was a lot of talent. There was a lot of very mm. good player, but I don't know. For the moment, it's not working, but maybe in the
0: future it can be. Do you, do you think it will work with this squad, uh, Toto? <laughs>
1: With the return of Thiago Silva, and Golo Kante, players like that, maybe. You know, like, they, they know, like, they've been to to huge club. Uh, Kante won uh, two times the Premier League. Yeah, two times. Mm-hmm. One with Chelsea and one yep. with Leicester. And Thiago Silva, is a, for me, is, like, a captain. For me, is the captain. And with players like that, they can, like, I don't know, be with the young player, Modric, Harvard, players like that. And I think they can do something. So if we let, give them time maybe but I hope not to be honest but let's see
0: alright we're, we're in agreement though that Graham Potter will and has still got some credit left over uh, and we'll find sure. a good club no, he will, he will yeah. be fine I'm he'll sure. be in work yeah. before long Uh, yeah all the best to him it's interesting how none of the six top six seem to employ any English managers ever um, <laughs> mm-hmm. and have not done for a while actually which is a trend that seems to be continuing
2: I don't really. Is this really significant? I don't think it's. I don't know if it's problem.
0: significant, man. I mean, I I don't know. It it it's just been. I I mean, to this day, no English manager has ever won the Premier League. You know, and it's it it has been almost thirty yeah. years now. So it, it, there's there's a pattern that, Sir Alex
2: is, is, is Scottish. Yeah.
0: yeah, so it's an interesting one for sure. Um, I don't know yeah. how much we want to read into it. Uh, yeah the the other the the other managerial departure in the top six was was Antonio Conte after his his uh, press conference that we spoke about last time we kind of saw this coming didn't we
2: yeah I thought I think, yeah. just saying
0: so with Spurs a lot of people are now saying and and as Gary Neville and, and Jamie Carragher said this yesterday as well on the show they were like well Spurs are exactly where Spurs should be, if if not overachieving at the moment. They're fourth in the league, mm-hmm. or third actually since last night, fourth now, sorry, on oh. on the same level on points with third place Newcastle, sorry. And the, the race for top four is probably what what their realistic ambitions should be or could be. Do, do you agree with that? Should they be challenging for more with the squad they have?
1: No, not at all. Like... With players like Bissouma, for me Bissouma is a really good player. He was really good at Brighton, but he's not a bit good at Tottenham. And there was a lot of players like Richard who were not at the level we were expecting them. And for me they don't have the team to, to do something the Premier League. Like to be in the top four race at the moment is yeah, as you said, over achieving. Like for me there was no way they would be there at that at that moment of the season. So yeah. I think to be honest, there was a lot of thing going around in the club but for me that's a good season from them so yeah
0: which is strange because if if it is a good season and and I th- i'm sure you agree as well that top 4 is probably if if in a good season where they ought to be if if liverpool and chelsea were playing to their full potential you could probably see spurs 6th or 7th place even where why why was the why is the mood so bad then uh, arman
2: i think it's i think i said this a couple of- weeks ago i think it's because of the style of play i think just it's not exciting to watch them they're not really a good watch and they don't the players like kulosevsky and and son they're amazing players and i think you could get so much more out of them Mm -hmm. and even like Pisuma and Richarlison, i think that's that is a manager's job to 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 play them well and and that they achieve a good form, but
0: so so who do you see mean. as the next manager then for Spurs to to provide them with that free flowing football that maybe they did under Pochettino or, or back in the day under Harry Bretnap even? Who who is the next man or woman yeah. to take charge?
2: Yeah, I think they already uh, tried with nagosman but that doesn't seem uh, to work out. Yeah. Um, it's difficult. I don't know if you, if they want Poch again. It's difficult to say, that, I think, it's, but it's going to be a very, very important appointment for them. Very important.
0: Yeah, and obviously integral this summer to see whether or not they can keep Harry Kane because there's a certain North English club that is in desperate need of a striker and it's not the one with Haaland.
2: <laughs> I don't really know if I want this move to happen or not because <laughs> because then Spurs are going to be in the mud, which I'm going to love. But yeah. United is going to be up there. I mean, if Hurricane goes to United, they're going yeah. to be dangerous. Is that a title challenging yeah, team? So United with, with. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, definitely. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you look at Vicors, yes. yeah, No, it was. It was on there. Oh my God. I mean, <laughs> this guy.
0: I don't think anyone is in, in any doubt whether or not he is the right man to continue I mean we all know he's a he's a temporary solution because Martial has just for seven years in a row now or more actually proven that he's not the man to consistently lead United's front four and and he was the only one available on a on a loan and and I think defensively and and how he enabled Rashford especially during his purple patch I think he's done really well but i yeah. don't think anyone's in doubt that he's he's going to go back to barcelona no, and we're not going to hear I, him
2: I don't all. question his work rate at all i think he his work rate is amazing and I, and i love that but from a quality standpoint he sh- he shouldn't be the number one striker for manchester united and i think the club uh, has to take responsibility in that
0: i'm i'm sure they will i'm i'm sure eric ten hag knows what he has to, to, to go with and, and I'm sure yeah. if you know there's obviously a lot of uh, question marks surrounding the new owners and do they have money to spend or not because they, there's rumours going around that they don't have money to spend no um, they're in debt I think yeah but if if they do get the new owners in and they do have money to spend the, the a striker is, is one of their first priorities for sure but
1: now I've got a question for you Fabi mm-hmm. if they want to buy like Hurricane what do you think is the right price for
2: Hurricane
0: oh man I mean the, the prices nowadays I don't really honestly I don't really pay attention to it because I don't I think it's it's it doesn't really matter because a lot of a lot of political factors play a role like how many mm-hmm. years has he got left on his contract yeah, how much true. you know I'm, I'm sure he's got Levy,
2: contract until 2026
0: yeah so so I'm sure Levy will will up that price and, and milk it for all it's worth but yeah, it, but as you can see with with the with the top teams you know like the city in, in recent years even Arsenal last season they they got who they wanted so if you want to mm-hmm. if you have those ambitions you're going to get who you want one way or another yeah. Bayern is for me the classic example of this you know they they are not in debt they haven't been in debt for years and they always get who they want and <clears throat> more yeah, often than they, not they, they,
1: yeah. they play 20 millions every players. like even if it's Sergio Mane they have to pay like f- was it 30 millions I think something like yeah, that yeah
2: because it's one, one year only contract
1: yeah but even it's not the only one like Lewandowski he got to every Bayern player that they want to buy the,
2: the... The best run club in the world, I think. For sure, In yeah. terms 100%. of fi- financial, uh, how they deal with their financials and how they go about uh, recruiting, I think. If you look mm. at their squad, and they don't really pay a lot for it. Even like a player like Goretzka they got on on a free. You know, it's yeah. it's crazy.
0: Yeah. They they have the benefit that they own Germany, <laughs> in a way of that they've won so many titles in a row now that every every young yes. player wanting to play football in Germany will eventually want to join Bayern at some point yeah. unless his name is. Yeah, there was, there was even
1: there was even rumours about Colomani wanting to go to Bayern.
0: Exactly. So, Just because yeah. you know you're going to have a well organised club, a well run club, a club that's going to challenge for the Champions League every year, is going to probably win yeah, yeah. at least one title every year. So it's super super attractive, and yeah. at the same time. You, you know, they're kind of Germany's go to team. Whereas in England, even if you sign for the likes of United, Arsenal, you know, you, you don't know if you're going to play Champions League every year because no. the, the mm-hmm. top is so dense and is so contested every year. So. But,
2: but I think that's probably for some players part of the. I don't know if we're moving off, off topic here, but some part of the attractiveness, you know. The Premier League is so competitive and it's so highly regarded. I think that's maybe a bit of a problem for Bayern moving forward because the Premier League is getting bigger and bigger every year and they have to they have to cope with that, you know.
0: So I I, I agree with it's, you it's, on that German. front, but at the same time Germany itself is keeps on producing enough young talent. That, That's true, yeah. And Bayern keeps being successful enough that Bayern <laughs> is still a big enough address for a lot of those German players. I mean, I don't see, mm-hmm. you know, the likes of, of, of Schweinsteiger, who then eventually did come to the Premier League, but his whole career was in Germany. And the same is now happening to the likes of Goretzka and Kimi yeah, and, and even Gnabry returned to Germany. You know, like, it's a lot of German players. But it was such
2: a, a different time, you know, when Schweinsteiger... Play that Bayern. The, the, the Premier League wasn't as big as it is now.
0: I agree, but I'm I'm saying that I think Bayern is still a, an attractive enough address that they will want sure, to yeah. play for them. Yeah. You know, even in years that's to come. Um, yeah, sure. You you the, the people going to the Prem from the Bundesliga are the people from clubs like Leverkusen, like Havertz, and I'm sure Vitesse at some point, and and yeah. Leipzig are losing a lot of players to, to the Prem as well, like Timo Werner. those kind of clubs, that's where the players go. But from Bayern, you don't, you rarely go from Bayern to the Prem. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh the the final Premier League sacking uh <laughs> out of three was Brendan Rogers, uh who took the club who took over Leicester in twenty nineteen. Any guesses as to who was the, the Leicester coach before he took over?
2: Uh um, wait. Uh it wasn't Ranieri, it was one before no. that. Uh what was he
0: called? Oh shit. Claude Buell.
1: Oh, was it oh, Claude Buell?
0: Yeah. I, I oh, had to look man. that up as well. I could not remember. Uh, anyway, <laughs> 2019, he took the, he took over and he guided them to the Europa League. He guided them to an FA Cup win uh, in a really, really successful uh, time actually at, at the club. Yeah. And in recent times, <laughs> they've not been as potent in the transfer market. So form has slumped a little bit. And there's a I mean, I asked you this a couple of weeks ago and you both said you're not worried about Leicester. And now that we've seen them live at the community stadium, Toto, are you still not worried for them?
1: <laughs> I think, I don't know, because as we said last time, they have the quality to, to win games up front. But the problem is mainly at the back for me. Like we saw, like was it It was Ari Soutar and um, Daniela Amartya at the back. Yeah. Daniela Amartya at the back is not, is not good enough to play as a centre-back in the Premier League for me. And Arisuta is a huge man. Okay, he's got that. He's a huge man. But I think for me, it's like a Harry Maguire from Wish. So I, I don't see. I don't see them. I don't know. At the back, they are so poor, and that's a huge problem because up front with players like um, Patson Daka, i sometimes, Vardy sometimes as well. But this year it wasn't this year. But Madison as well have a bounce when he's consistent. They've got quality and, and Didier in the middle as well. But uh, so poor at the back. Uh, to be honest, for me, they can go down now. I don't think they, they're they in a good position to, to stay in the league. I don't know if you agree with me, guys, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, Leicester have picked up eight points since the World Cup, which is yeah. abysmal, you know, if you consider that ended in December. Uh, and, they, and
2: I think they won against Tottenham still.
0: I mean, everyone. <laughs> I was tempted to say everyone does. But yeah, I mean, either way, Arman, are you, are you worried for them?
2: Um, I am worried for them, but I think they have enough to stay up because of the quality and because I see teams worse than them. Let me the ask you this hooked.
0: then. If they, don't, if they yeah. don't go down this year, are you worried for them yeah. next year?
2: It's it, I mean, it's so important who they appoint. I think the manager is the mo- most important person in 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 a club. So it depends on how how he will do. But yeah, I think with with Brendan Rodgers, issues the time came to an end. He was so successful there, nobody expected them to. I think they got it in the top four nearly, uh, two times. You know, and that's an amazing achievement if you if you think of the budget and if you think of the size of the club. And they won the FA Cup, and he, were, he he's a he's such a good manager. I very I I rate him very highly. But I think at some time, it's just maybe you need a new voice. You need a new, new change of uh, of atmosphere in the club, and uh, yeah, maybe it was the right time to to move on and bring someone in now who can who can bring this energy uh, to 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 stay up.
0: Who who could that be? Though, maybe Clubuel back or. Yeah maybe there was <laughs> as
1: well now there was yeah. as well Patrick Guerra was... I don't know if Patrick Guerra wants to to that post but it can be a solution because he did a really good job with um, Crystal Palace I, when he took yeah. them when he took them well, I was going when he took them so I don't know maybe he can do that again with Leicester let's see I don't know I if he's a, be, if he's to
2: right for the job but... He will definitely take it
0: yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe just to give you an idea, some of the names that are that are currently in the hat. It's Graham Potter, obviously. He's he's uh, the favourite. Yeah. Then Thomas Frank, interestingly enough, Ange Postecoglou from uh, Celtic. coach. Thomas Frank. Yeah, from Thomas Brentford. Frank. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but he's but, never going to leave. I don't go? think so either. I'm just.
0: <laughs> I'm reading you. I'm reading you the, the, the top favourites according to the bookies, which
2: yeah. is um, uh, take uh, his own points. Yeah.
0: Ralph Hasenhutl is there, um, Rafa Benitez is there, Maurizio Pochettino is mentioned, Bielsa, uh, Daniel Farke, and for some reason, Oleg Gunnar Solskjaer. <laughs> uh, that's no. just a, an idea of a few names. It uh, will be interesting yeah. to see how that situation develops. In better areas of the table, Arsenal win again.
2: Yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah, it was a convincing win in the end, but I was worried and I don't know if, if you watch the game guys.
0: Yeah, I saw. I saw yeah, it until anyway. the
2: 1-0. I mean in the in the first half they they uh, they made problems and especially Somerville down the left side, he was looking very sharp and game was lots of problems. And then thank God we we got this penalty and, the, and <laughs> if if you if you if you go one nil down at the Emirates, I think it's going to be very difficult because then yeah. they're going to keep the ball so well, and you have to press them, and you don't get the ball, you lose so much energy, and they're just gonna they're just gonna outplay you, and so for from them from this point on, I kind of I kind of was a, a bit more relaxed.
0: Are you worried for the away game at Leeds? Uh, we played playing? them already. Oh, you've already played them. Sorry. Um, yeah, I've oh, got yeah, a question for
2: you guys. It Was a very tough game, by the way, yeah. at Leeds. Oh my God, that was. Yeah.
0: I, I, yeah, I remember. I saw it. Rest Ham, of course, is the next away game that you're, that you're uh, no, after Liverpool. We play after Liverpool. Yes, yeah.
1: I, I have a question for you because, like, for me, Ailing, every time there was a pen against Leeds <laughs> United, Lidl- like it's every time <laughs> yes. him. I don't know.
2: <laughs>
0: every yeah. red card, every penalty, it's him. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be good to get a stat on this. How many penalties has Ailing given away? He's ex-Arsenal, Even, so maybe he yeah. maybe he wanted to help yeah. them out.
2: <laughs> yeah, why not? He should. He should. <laughs> No, but I, I, am worried for for Anfield, to be honest. I'm, I, I am worried.
0: That's yeah. obviously the next game Arsenal play uh, the weekend, yeah. on Sunday at uh, the Anfield yeah. Road. A huge, huge game, especially because Liverpool's yeah. situation as well. They need the win to keep in touch with top four. Yeah. Because they're lagging behind a little bit now after the four-one defeat to Man City. Um, you, you said you're worried. I you, like talk me through that.
2: I they're gonna beat us so.
0: say that again i think the connection lagged there say that again please uh,
2: yeah Are am I, I back again yeah Yeah. you're back hello
0: hello hello can you hear us oh,
2: okay, i'll come back yeah um when did you when did you lose me
0: just when you were talking about anfield road
2: yeah uh what did it, yeah jamie Carragher said they're gonna beat us
0: yeah
2: <laughs> so uh I think as well. I, that's I, right. I, I think, really, I really like.
1: Sorry, yeah. I think they can beat you. I don't know. Just like it's Liverpool every time. Like even if they are not in a good, yeah, they are not good, together, yeah. that good this year. I think they can beat anyone at any time. So tough game.
0: It feels a little bit like the pre-United game at Anfield when you were like, mm-hmm. well, United come from a position of strength and Liverpool have been so shit, and yeah. this could be the huge chance for United." And then yeah. You, know, you know, we all know what happened, but maybe with Arsenal, this is a similar sort of thing where you you think Liverpool is down in the dirt and Arsenal is flying high and yeah but I don't think I think what what speaks for you is that I don't think anyone at Arsenal will underestimate how difficult this no. game will be you know
2: mm-hmm. no 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 of course not. i I don't uh, question the capabilities of, of Arteta or, or the, the the staff. I don't think they will be naive going into this game, but it's just Liverpool on their day. It's just they can pull out uh, amazing performance as you as as you uh, experienced, probably. <laughs> yeah. So um, even more at
1: home because, like, I, I saw that away yeah. games they 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 lost a lot of away games, but at
2: home they're very difficult to play every time. So yeah, yeah, and yeah, and Saliba is out as well. I mean, that is giving me headaches every He's day. He's still so. out. Yeah.
0: yeah. Then you're they you're haven't receiving. given him a return date, so there's a there's a no. chance he'll be out for a while. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, big miss. I mean,
2: Arteta, Arteta said that he he hopes that he will uh, we will see him um, at the end of the season. So, if he says he hopes, it doesn't mean that it's gonna be yeah. very a bad, very
0: very soon. Yeah, it doesn't sound great. Uh, just a quick word on on Man City as well, because we got a taste of what Man City would look like without Haaland on the weekend, and fuck.
2: It's the best games from them, I think, this season.
0: Which kind of yeah. contradicts what you've been saying, Armin, about him definitely yeah, making them true. stronger.
2: Yeah, I, I said, I said, give, give them time to, to, to uh, how do you say it? Uh, to merge. To, to, to let him set, Yeah, to let him settle in. You know, he's still a young guy and he needs to adapt as well. But, yeah, but I think he's so adapting quite well play. with with the amount of gold. Yeah,
0: what but, what impressed uh, the, you most, Otto?
1: I don't know. The, every every player on the pitch are just so good. The fact that Johnstone can play as a midfielder, there was no way you can see Johnstone play as a midfielder against Liverpool, and he did well. He did very well, and just don't know. Like every player can play anywhere. I'm just I'm sure sometime someday we'll put like Foden as a left back, and it will be very good as well. So I don't know and the, the 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 five players up front there were like five with gunto de bruyne uh was it mares alvarez and on the left it was Grealish. greenish even Grealish was very good against oh, Liverpool. He's like, right now. yeah yeah and i think and it's very scary for arsenal armand i don't know if you agree yeah. with me but uh, oh, yeah, of course. You have to play against them. There was the Liverpool game that you have to play. Of course, it's even have a tough game to play. Yeah, Newcastle even as Newcastle well? away. Yeah. Have yeah. To play them.
2: yeah, yeah. No, it's, no. I, I mean, I, it's gonna be very I hope hard.
1: for the league that Arsenal win, but I don't <laughs> see them winning the league. And I hope for football fans that the Arsenal won't win the league because of you guys, but. <laughs>
0: Is is the weekly reminder that all Arsenal fans are wankers. Yeah.
2: Great. Yeah, <laughs> very important. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's fine for me. I to be honest. <laughs> it makes the it makes the victory even sweeter, you know. Yeah, really? in a, in a way,
0: this is true. And the haters are are when the haters are shut up. But even Daniel Kaluuya said so. True. Like he he's an Arsenal fan himself, and he said um, <laughs> Arsenal fans are wankers.
1: But to be honest, I want you to win the league as well because <laughs> I think if you win the league because I live next to the stadium, I will go in the street and celebrate with you guys. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Oh <laughs> God. Disgusting behaviour. Last words yeah, on I Premier don't, League, I guys. don't
1: care. I don't, I don't care about the Premier League. There is no team that I <laughs> support, so just go and enjoy my time, you
0: know? Last word on Premier League. We've, we've done this a couple of times, but obviously it's the, the tightest relegation race that we've ever seen. You don't seen. want to
1: talk about Newcastle and Manchester United?
0: I don't think there's <laughs> that much to talk about. We, United were just bossed. United were completely okay. bossed off the pitch by that's Newcastle. Yeah, there's not really yeah.
2: much, much debate on the game.
0: I don't think United are, are uh, a top four side without Casemiro and Eriksen. Yeah.
2: Um, that's a bit worrying
0: as well, no? I mean, it's, it's, it shows how far we've come and it shows how far we've got yet to go. I don't think there's that much to talk about. But what yeah, I want to quickly ask you guys, name three teams that will be relegated. <laughs>
2: I, told, I We uh, made this prediction already. I, I know, I know. We
0: should, should stick to our prediction. Do you, right? do you stick to your prediction? Of course. Nah. Southampton, don't Bournemouth don't. and Forest?
2: Come on, guys. We cannot change every week. Yeah.
0: It changes every week, though. I, I, I keep South I know, it's, sure. like, it's Southampton you but like a bit of a week. Going down. Yeah, I agree with you.
2: Yeah, okay. Yeah. But, <laughs> I don't I'm know. still going to say, I said this the first time, uh, Southampton, Bournemouth and Nottingham Forest. Toto? but I don't know Bournemouth they,
1: they are the only team that make points against huge team I don't know they
2: I don't think yeah. I don't think they'll have enough
1: I think it will be depends on the manager but I think it would be Leicester as well
2: and
0: yeah. yeah I'm going to
1: go with Nottingham
0: no, definitely. all right. We'll we'll check back in on 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 yeah. this prediction next week and see how much has changed. Let's move to Germany and roll up what has happened in chronological order. The, oh, you sure you want the, to talk about that? I I think we need to because it was a huge game and, no. and and I want to talk about one person in particular, which is Julian Nagelsmann, who was sacked by Bayern, right. and a lot of a lot of people don't really know who he is or, or where he's come from because in England, I mean obviously in, in Germany and in Switzerland especially he's, he's a very well-known guy he is 35 years old born in 87, 35 years old from uh, South Germany and he started his coaching career in 2016 as a 29 year old at Hoffenheim who he then led to a top 4 spot, if I'm not very much mistaken yeah. got them into the Champions League the Champions League, yeah, two
2: nearly two times. One time he he made the qualifiers and, and, yeah, and then he got and one time he got in the group
0: stage. Exactly, and then Europa League the second year, uh, which they lost though, but they, um, yeah, they still they still finished well in the league. He actually took them over when they were seventeenth in the table, so he completely mm. changed the club's fortune around. Then Leipzig uh, got wind of of his talent and signed him up, and. Coached them to a Champions League quarter final, a semi final, sorry, which was equally as impressive because they'd never been to any stage of the Champions League at that point. And then in 2021, Bayern came, the next bigger club, and and signed him up. And in 84 games at Bayern, he boasts a 71 percent win rate and has only lost ten games after winning the the championship last season. Which is an insane CV for a coach of of his age specifically, but also for any coach in any lifetime. That is a very impressive uh, CV to Mm -hmm. boast. And now he's been sacked after a a stop-start sort of season for Bayern, but they still convincingly beat PSG. They're still through the Champions League quarterfinals. They're still... In touching distance with the top of the Bundesliga, they're still through to the to the the, the German Cup. They play Freiburg tonight, tonight. at home. Yeah. So th- there must be other things going on, and and for, no, for no, co- no not out of coincidence is Bayern called FC Hollywood of the Bundesliga. Are we surprised at his sacking?
2: Yes, very no surprised. Are you? Yeah. Because when when they appointed him, they went all like, oh, this is going to be like a project and five-year contract. And um, for me, it was going to be maybe a bit of a bumpy road. And Bayern are just not used to that. But I think when they appointed him, they should have known that it's going to be a bit like that because he's a young guy and he never worked with a team like this. And he needs to learn, you know, he needs to... How else should he make this experience, you know? And for me, it was only going to get better, I think, with, with maybe one year or two years. And then it, I think it's going to be similar as uh, Arteta also. you know? He, he's such a brilliant manager. He's such a good guy as well. The, really, the, well, the really players as well have project. said
0: that they really are, were surprised by his sacking and they really enjoyed working with him. So he not, didn't lose the dressing room.
1: Yeah. Really? Because like there were rumors. I don't know if it's true, but there was rumors that player wasn't backing him. Yeah. Uh, but players like, I yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We are not in the dressing room but there was rumors as well, so
0: I, I heard more rumors that the players were, were unhappy with the board and Sally Hamichich, who some might remember from his playing career, uh, who's higher up in charge and the way they went about signing people and, and that there was some disconnect there the way there was an issue with the goalkeeping coach that got sacked, and it's just been a bunch of of FC Hollywood esque uh, stories. Yeah, circulating. even
2: with 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 Neuer, I mean, this this hasn't helped as well. I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting to see what he will do next. And yeah. obviously, the Chelsea and Spurs jobs are currently up for grabs, and that would definitely fit his tenure now that he's he's uh, yeah. been released from. From yeah, I think in. every every
1: club should go on him. Like he, for me, he's yeah. the, the next best manager in the world. Yeah, he's yeah. he's
0: he's one of this new generation of young German yeah. coaches who who like kind of like Arturul and and Klopp as well. Yeah, he's like the mm-hmm. new of their of the new generation. Um, be very interesting to see because the weird thing is he's thirty five guys. He's he's got potentially forty more years in management ahead of him comfortably. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> even more,
2: even way, even more. Yeah. Yes, look at yeah. Roy Hodgson. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, I mean, I've given him to seventy-five, but I'm saying forty years, liberally. Um, yeah, I mean, insane. And I'm I'm a big fan of of the way he plays because he plays a- attacking football and attractive football, and and yeah, every yes. time I hear an interview of him, he he comes across quite quite Very yeah, well well spoken and well read, and mm-hmm. and I'm sure a hundred percent sure we'll see him in the Bundesliga if not this season, then next or in in the next few years at some point. Yeah,
1: who I hope in Dortmund maybe.
0: That would be, be a very surprising move, but you yeah, have a coach you're really happy that. with anyway at the moment. Yeah, yeah. but
1: i uh, I say in the future, you know?
0: Yeah. Not tomorrow, but in the future. In the next 40 years at some point. I could also see him yeah. going back to Bayern <laughs> at some point over the next 40 yeah. years. Um, yeah, yeah, so so that's, that's our conclusion on Julian Nagelsmann. Thomas Tuchel took over for him in the two weeks. <laughs> I think he had one training session and then had to play his former club, Dortmund. And... Um, I think we need to mention at this point, because we are the Swiss Ballers podcast, that the two Swiss national goalkeepers <laughs> faced each other, Sommer and Korbel, who both... Sommer maybe to a lesser extent, but Korbel has had a really, really good season uh, for yeah. Dortmund. He's According to the manager, he's the reason they they were first before this game. That's yeah, true. but
2: that's just breaking him up because he might have had a bad game. No, no that's really, true. That's really
0: I mean there's no, a bit of true, there's a bit man. of both I think. He's he's he has had some outstanding games this year and he was good yeah. in the World Cup as well and
2: Yeah, sure, sure.
0: Yeah. Anyway,
2: but that, that that's what he's here for. I mean, he's he's there to make to be a good goalkeeper.
0: I agree no, with yeah, you. I, I w- but you can still I praise give him. Too him much credit. Too- okay. Yeah, sure. You you sound like Roy Keane. It's his job. It's his job. <laughs> 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 um Anyway, so both of those goalkeepers didn't really have the best of their games. I don't think Jan Sommer looked very, uh, very uh, good at the last goal um, they conceded. Yeah. Corbel oh. had an absolute howler. Doto, sum up the game for us, please. What happened?
1: I don't know, man. I spent more time on, Yeah, I spend more time crying on my computer than watching the game. To be honest, because like. <laughs> I don't know. We, like the first ten minutes, I was so hyped. Like we were really into the game. We were really good. Like the pressing was high. We were like every second ball we had them. Like we were really into the game. And then there is the mistake from Kable, and that's the problem of the team. Like it can happen. Like a, a goalkeeper can do a mistake, but there is no way every player just stop playing, and then there is nothing left. The game is lose is lost, and we are not going to play anymore. Like. It just like, from my point of view, it felt like that. We'll, we we set that goal and then it's finished. There is no way we can come back. And I'm sure if it was the other way around, if it was summer, we did the mistake. I'm sure Bayern would have scored like six or seven goals just to say, OK, we can set that goal. Now we need to win and we are going to win. And there was just a difference of mentality between the two teams. And Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, if Royce has a huge chance after like seven minutes or so, where yeah, yeah. Delict, who was outstanding, by the way, puts in yeah. a massive block. And <laughs> and then, for those I of who you who haven't... I was screaming in my room. <laughs> I was like,
1: we're into it, we're going to win. And then,
0: yeah, and, then and then in yeah. the 13th minute, a, a ball struck from Upamecano from centre-back position kind That's of bounces through the Dortmund half without anyone chasing it. Corbel rushes out. And just completely miskicks it outside his box, and the ball just c- proceeds to roll into the empty net. And as you yeah. just said, Dortmund broke. I mean, 15 minutes later, there were three-nil down. Two goals from Müller, two classic Müller goals. Or might I add, one from a corner where he's at the second post, and, yeah. and one where he just taps in a rebound. Yeah, but the
1: the the, f- the second one from Müller, the the third goal of the game, it's again a mistake from Kober. From- yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah,
0: shades of shades yeah. of Khan and in 2002 World Cup final. spills the ball and and there is Müller
2: but I think he doesn't do the second mistake if he did the first no of course yeah a bit broken in his head yeah Yeah, yeah, I want to talk about that mentality
0: though you know surely we're contradicting ourselves if we go from Dortmund have won 10 games in a row. They were in a great run of form. Obviously they lost against Chelsea recently in the Champions League, but they've been so yeah. strong in the league. They were they were first position in the league coming into this into this um game. There's no way a team manages that with a weak, weak mentality. Right.
1: Yeah, I don't know I don't know what to say, like. I have the impression it's always like that we we feel you have we have the impression to we can win the league this year and then we blow everything in one game and I'm not surprised if tomorrow Leipzig are going to destroy us to be honest in the cup
2: but yeah that's see
0: i mean that's now that's a huge game now because it's become it's it's gotten to different dimensions with this result now because the the cup might now be the only. I mean we're but talking I, I, as if you've got no chance for the title it's yeah, 2 points. Yeah, we are 2
1: points away but we have to play Bayern yeah, Berlin, Berlin next week. Yeah, but Which to be honest going they're to going to be a tough game. Yeah, from its finish. I think they, By, it, Bayern it. are not going to win the league but
2: there yeah there is no way Bayern are going to drop this now. Let's And see. for me it's crazy. I mean it's the same story for <laughs> nearly 10 years now. It's always Dortmund looking very yeah. good and then they come to Munich. And they just get slapped up every year. And yeah, but it's, it's, it's crazy. It's the same story every year. It is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but this so one, uh, like,
1: mo- m- way much than the others. Just but, this one, I don't know. Yeah. We, like this one, I had the feeling like we can do something. Like we can really do something. We had the team. But we that's had the every player. year though, no? No, no. This year it was different. I don't know. Like, if you look at the 10th minute of the game, like... Even you, you were saying, okay, I'm sure you were saying yeah. like, okay, they can do something today. Yeah, yeah, but the game is
2: ninety minutes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, but there was this mistake, and then there was the problem of the mentality. Know, but I'm sure if if Roy scored that first goal on the where Dolyk put the tackle, I'm sure we would have done something.
0: So how do you change okay. that, Arman, You said earlier that the coach is the most important figure in a football club. Are they? Is it is it just yeah. a question of having the right coach, or how do you nah. change that mentality in the game like this?
2: I like Terzic. He even said before the game. I watched the press conference, and he said he doesn't. Um, he knows how difficult it has been for them to go to go there, and he, he's really determined to to change that. But um, I, I found it quite interesting that it's that he really made made a, a big point on 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 this part. But yeah, it wasn't really much difference. I think after the goal, they just it just collapsed I think yeah. how can you not expect I mean that you go one nil down against Bayern I mean they should but that's what I mean is, it, is that a coach that, that needs
0: to take charge in that moment or is it is it the players or is it the coach no, that tells I the players no for me it's the or? player
1: like you, you've you got players like yeah, Umerz was on, was on the bench of, okay Umerz was on the bench but you've got player like Enrich Can you've got Mark Royce I, I mean sure. benigan is still young but people are saying that he's one of the, the, the most important player in the dressing room. Like, you need those players to stand up and do something. Like, they were nothing. Yeah. They were, you can see, like, on and the board... His body
2: language was so
1: bad. Yeah. The, everyone had down and the game is finished.
0: Dortmund yes. is almost spursing it up a little bit by the, nah, by the sound of it. I don't say that, please.
2: <laughs> I even I, I watched it, uh, at the Bayern Dortmund game, I think it was the COVID season, when there was no COVID, was 2019, 20... I think. And even then, Dortmund, it's such a good team, but after the one nil, they just they just—they just broke. And yeah. I think probably when they, every time now they go to Munich, I think when they go to the warm-up and they see the stadium, they probably have some kind of, I don't know, how. how I don't know how it's the proper word in PTSD. English. PTSD. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. You
0: know? The flip side of that Maybe is, though, part of it as well. the flip side of that is also, I don't think Dortmund should be anywhere other than second in the league, just purely on talent. Yeah, yeah. You know, like Bayern brought on Gnabry, they brought on Cancelo, they brought on Sadio Mane. Yeah. That's that's quality that you don't have yeah. probably anywhere no, else course. in the world. Um, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. and the, the mentality in that team is probably as good as any team in the world. And if Bayern are in the yeah, mood, but... I don't think anyone can beat them.
1: Yeah, but it's still yeah. a good yeah. season for us to be second at that time of the year yeah. and be two points away from them. But if you see the season that Munich is doing, you have to be up front. You have to be, because like we were like running, we won ten games out of ten uh, in two thousand twenty three, and if you see that, you need to be up front. You need to be like four or five points away from Munich. If you don't draw against Schalke, you are. We will be like on the same amount of amount of points as them and we'll still be in the race of the the, 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 the league I don't know there's so many points that we lost yeah. again team that we shouldn't lose points and yeah
0: but that's what happens if, I think you, the goal, if you don't have a striker you, yeah. know, you, you need that one yeah. player to drag you out the mud or that one player yeah, even yeah. to just create something you know That that's Erling Galland yeah. yeah just to have him I
2: think Yeah. just one word I think for Dortmund, yeah, the goal should be second. And if they achieve that, that is a good season. But they should also mm-hmm. have the mentality of saying when Bayern has a bad season, we should be there and ready to pass. Yeah. And yeah. so, and I think, if I back, you think back of the Niko Kovac season, Bayern were not a good team that year. No. They were not. And they. I think at the end, there was like 78 points, like not a good tally for for a champion. And these mm-hmm. kind of years even if Dortmund pick up one or two championships it's going to be already way better you know yeah and it yeah, can the help club. the mentality
0: to have won something mm-hmm. yeah. at some point you know that yeah. was the, the Kovac season was so, the season for for English viewers who yeah. might not be as close to Bayern as we are that was the season where Ribery and Robin had just left or were yeah. leaving and they were bringing we're leaving, in the new yeah. cavalry it was the transition season and Bayern obviously still managed yeah. to win the title but that was a season where the challengers really needed to step up yeah. and didn't that should do be
2: the so. target for Dortmund
0: Speaking of leagues where the top team has a bad season and others try to profit, let's go to France. A perfect segue. Uh, Paris Saint-Germain lost again. They're currently on 66 points after 29 games, which is, for their standards, very shit. But, much like we just discussed, there's no obvious team who can pounce on their failings. There's Lens, there's Marseille, there's Monaco in the chase, but they're all six or more points behind and every time PSG slip up it seems like either Marseille drop points or or Lance drop points or both of them at the same time drop points currently in second place after Marseille dropped a couple of uh, or played uh, uh, 1-1 again on the weekend Montpellier Uh, what? yeah it was against Montpellier. against Montpellier yeah sorry yeah um Lance is second at the moment and uh, Dodo, what makes them so strong, or what makes them not quite good enough to chase PSG?
1: For for me, it's the second se- season where they're very good. Last year, they were very good as well, but PSG are just different team. They, they've got players that other team in the league don't have. But this year, it's not working. We can see that with Neymar out, Messi and Mbappe not doing the job we were waiting from them, and in the midfield, there was a pff, there was no one in, the, in that midfield. PSG midfield so yeah but that that last team for me they're not supposed to be there they're not supposed to be six months away from PSG at that time of the year but very surprisingly they're there and I'm very happy for them because now they're in a position where they can say maybe we can challenge for the title or even go to the Champions League and with players like Seco Fofana that we all know there is now uh, Luis Serpenta up front who's scoring a lot of goals he's on Fifteen goals, I think, this season. Which uh, is yeah, Lois Abenda
0: is a Belgium striker who came from yeah. the Dutch league. Yeah, he's been. He had
1: them. a he, he had a very difficult start with Lens, but now he's banging goals every weekend. Uh, I think in the last three games, he's on five or six, goal? yeah, six yeah, goals. Six goals, I think. He's yeah, in
0: his purple patch for sure.
1: Yeah, and yeah, there was Kevin Doncic at the back. There, like in the past three games, they scored nine goals and conceded zero. So it, it, it shows that they're very strong at the back against core goals but they had just that little moment uh, after 2023 where they had like 5 of 6 game where they didn't win any game and it was such a bad one because if they had to, if they won that those game it was against team like Troyes Angers team that you need to win Strasbourg as well Brest as well team from the bottom of the table that where you need to win points where you you have to win if you want to compete for the the league and then didn't manage to do that so now they're 6 points away from Paris but they're still in a good position because we are not expecting them to play in the Champions League so yeah there there was not much to say about them i'm not expecting them expecting them to 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 win the league so it's more like team like marseille and monaco who are struggling because they have the quality to to be up there, and they are not. So yeah.
0: Do you see Lens as a team who could do well in the Champions League next year?
1: But we need to wait because they are not in the Champions League yet. They have to play Paris, they have to play Marseille, they have to play Monaco. So there was a lot of.
0: Do, do they have to... the quality though to to sustain in the Champions League?
1: I don't think so. I think it's a team made for the Ligue 1, and they can perform there, they can challenge for the top four every year, but I'm not sure they can do something in the Champions League. And it's the same story with every team in the Ligue 1, apart from Paris, but even Paris are not challenging every year in the Champions League, so yeah.
0: Are they a team, are they very rich, or have they just got a good youth system, or how do they make sure they sustain their success?
1: (laughs) Um they are not very rich, they just find players like Kevin Danso who came from Austria, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh Medina from Argentina, Seco Fofana, who was in Udinese before, Lois Ependa in Belgium. They just find players that you know that they will sweet in the league. They they bought this summer uh Tomasson and Fugini were a very good player with uh Strasbourg and Angers, who had bad season with them, but they are very good players, you know that they will be good in the league. And they bow those two for nothing, and it's just like the way that they bow player, bow player. It's just intelligent, and that's it. But I don't see them perform in a Champions League or in a higher stage.
0: So definitely yeah. the inside right now in the the league. Uh, all right, boys, let's do let's do our top threes of the weekend. Hit me with them, Arman, You go first. Should I go first?
2: Um... Do
0: you have your list this time?
2: <laughs> I don't have my list this time. I have to go on top of my head. This is such, a, such an unprofessional uh, podcast. Um, <laughs> From my side. Not, not no, no, that. of
0: course, of course. No offense. Just
2: uh, off the top of my head,
0: I'm going to go for...
2: I'm going to go for... I think... Oh, I said oh no wait. No, you go first, you go first. I have to think about it.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm gonna quickly give my my uh my top three, which is the Newcastle midfield. Um if if you've seen um, I think was it match of the day? Was it no it was it was Monday yeah. night football, I think, That's when right. they did the analysis. Willock, uh Longstaff and, and Bruno G and Jolinton, when mm. he came on, they were all over United's midfield and I said earlier United aren't a top four side without uh, Casemiro and, and Ericsson and that was a, a clear a clear sign of that Sabitzer and, and McTominay were not nowhere near good enough in that game. And the three the three Newcastle lads really stepped up and they won the game. We said in the group we were texting in our little chat over about the game and, and you said Armand, these sort of games are won in midfield and Newcastle's midfield was just so much better than United's midfield and those two players, the new signings by Ten Hag uh, last summer, they they were sorely missed, and the yeah, there's a, there's a lot of players that aren't up to the quality of where I think United want to go, and and the flip side of that is that Eric, uh, sorry Eric, uh, Eddie Howe gets a lot out of the likes of Willocks and, and 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 Longstaff, um, who people might not know as as absolute ballers, but, but the way he's coaching them, the way he's setting them up to to do the the job they're asked to do is is really impressive, and and they were deserved winners, yeah. and it could have been more than just two actually on on Sunday. Yeah. Toto,
1: uh, I'm going with my top. I've got two teams. I'm going to go with Newcastle, as you said, because uh, that game against United was a very important. Now. Uh, important one. They're back in the top four race and they're in a very good position to to stay in that position. They're three at the moment in the league so I'm going to go with them. And to stay in the Premier League, there was a team that we don't talk that much about. It's Aston Villa who beat Chelsea. I know it's Chelsea are not good, not that good at the moment but they still managed to beat them at Stamford Bridge and they're on a very good mm-hmm. run at the moment with Unai Rem- Emery uh, as a manager. And I am going. I just wanted to, to highlight that because for me, we don't talk that much about them, but they're very good at the moment. So yeah. Does that
0: underline how poor a job Steven Gerrard did or is Unai Emery <sighs> overachieving?
1: That's tough to say. I think they're a bit of both because for me, there was the quality in that team. There was the quality for them to be in that, not in the top four race, obviously, but to be in the ten first. first, and beat yeah beat your uh, team for the top six. So, yeah, I'm going to say it's a bit of both.
0: All right, we've given you a couple I have, of minutes I now, Armand.
2: Uh, can... I have my flop free as well. I, I, I did it.
0: Okay, do it.
2: <laughs> so top one, I have uh, Grealish. Yeah, I think was his best performance in a City shirt. I agree, it was with amazing. You. Um, second, I have uh, Deserbi from uh, Brighton. I think they created. Four point five xg insane and I think how they play football they're just I love to watch them McAllister March and, and mitoma and even like I say though they they play such an amazing band of football and credit to him mm-hmm. then my third one is uh, Brandon Johnson from Nottingham Forest. Mm-hmm. he just carries that team i don't I think he goes under the radar a bit how good he is. If he played like at the the Chelsea or United, he would be way more in the headlines. Uh So, shout Mm out to him. I love this player. And then my flop free is Trent. (laughs) I think he had a very poor game as well. Say no more. He's defending. He's defending is just so. Even like the the, the defending, like the simple things he cannot do well. I think just. If Grealish plays the ball to De Bruyne and and makes a run inside, you just have to follow him. I don't really, I don't really can comprehend what he's thinking in this kind of moment. But yeah, anyway, I think it's going kind of it's, it's talked about enough how how bad the defender is, and then Kobel, yeah, I'm sorry, I have to say it, and then I have Ah uh, Luk Lukas Mora. Oh, what I winced
0: think? yesterday. Oh, that was horrible to watch. Oh, I've got a pattern, question for you, yes, yeah.
2: he, he was just yeah, sorry, no no please finish, finish, yeah, um he was i think six minutes on the pitch, and they probably would have won the game uh, if he hadn't um, if he hadn't did that, and uh, it was just awful awful performance for him,
1: but my my question was. Did, did you not see that, the, the goal from Michael King like the one from Vincent Company? Obviously, they don't have like the same impact, but they're that's a very important similar, one for Everton. Yeah. And the fact that just the centre-back come from nowhere and at the 89 mm. minutes shoots and score a banger. And I don't know, it reminds me of that goal from Vincent Company yeah, in 2000.
2: Yeah, I, I thought of Company as well. Yeah,
1: yeah it same. Was it 2019?
0: No, uh, twenty. Might have been nineteen. Was yeah. 19, 19. Yeah. 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 Liverpool fans will remember. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I agree with you. You should have seen you should have seen Gary Neville and, and Jamie Carragher talk about Oliver Skip trying to block the shot. It was hilarious. Alright, boys. <laughs> Let's move on to our last little section of this pod. We have christened it Swiss Stories. I have christened it Swiss Stories. It was not your decision. Uh, the name might need some reworking. But basically the idea is that we don't want to bore our English listeners with uh, stories from the Swiss League because you don't know anything about it. Instead, we're going to introduce one little snippet or, or story or, I don't know, what whatever we come up with per week where we talk to you about what's been going on in Switzerland or something that happened in Switzerland in Swiss football because it is absolutely crazy at times for a country that small. <laughs> and the first the first story we have for you is is a very current one. It's Mario Badatelli. Uh, Yes, Mario Balotelli, who uh, played for Man City, of course. He he played for for Liverpool, for AC Milan, for for Inter Milan as well, for Nice and Marseille more recently, and since 2019 has really been kind of away from any major clubs and even had a stint in, in the second Italian league at Monza and then went to Turkey where he, to be fair, scored 19 goals in his first season. But hasn't really been... In the headlines in the UK or even Europe for the past few years, he's now resurfaced at um, the the FC Hollywood of Switzerland, which is Sion <laughs> FC Sion written, um, and he's signed for them. And he's not the first big name to sign for them. They they have employed a few big names. Uh, Gattuso played there, and there's a whole. You can Google this club. There's a whole list of, of big names um, who who showed up for them but let's focus on him for now boys. Arman what did you what did you find out when you did your research
2: Yeah so basically we all know him as a footballer pretty well. But off the pitch he did some uh, questionable things let's say <laughs> um so after after a win in San Golden he went to to Lausanne with a teammate who is named Giovanni Zio, very similar to the to the club he's playing for. <laughs> And yeah, he he just he 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 just walked out drunk of a of a club and he was like stumbling and he, he his um let's say his his partner, hopefully I don't know, uh like carried him in a way. It was it was quite funny. He's just a special character. Even he, he he's allegated with some uh, with some drug movement with the with the mafia in Italy. Um. Yeah, it's just it's just a special player. Who, I think who football needs because there's so many players who are just they they're very polite and they're not allowed to say anything and there's no no interesting story behind no one anymore. So it's yeah. quite it's quite uh, fresh to to have some players like this. I yeah.
0: wouldn't want him at my club, but. Uh, <laughs> and how successful I is he, he in good. the in the league, Toto?
1: but i just want to add something because like after we we saw that video of him drunk out of the nightclub in lausanne he was missing at the training ground uh at sion for like <laughs> two or three three days two or three days i think for something like that oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they then they showed a video of him going out and he was drunk i was like nah no way and i we all thought that it was going to be like fired i don't know like they wanted to 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 end this contract and two months two or three months later now he's the captain of the club so <laughs> you can see like oh yeah how ridiculous it is but yeah
0: oh i love it i love it and he was, yeah, he was and signed as this huge attraction i mean he filled the whole stadium they sold so many shirts with his name on and he's just yeah. been banter since he scored five goals in in fairness to because yeah. he doesn't work, move a lot yeah but is team.
1: it like five penalties
0: yeah, it's at least one penalty I don't know exact numbers but it's, I, I think way
1: more mm-hmm. <laughs> I think yeah but there was yeah. even like video of FC Sion fan um, who were like who are like um
0: burning his shirt and stuff yeah
1: burning his shirt yeah I don't know
0: it's so jokes
1: such a funny Fucking club mess.
0: yeah and he is yeah. still only 32 so if he yeah. imagine the career he could have had if he had continued yeah, but the way he if did you look at Milan. his
2: belly looked, he looks a bit older
0: he looks older than 32 for sure bless
2: yeah.
0: him no. <laughs> all right boys that's another episode done thank you so much for all your wait wait, wait wait predictions
2: for today we have,
0: we we're have... doing predictions okay predict predict what you want to yeah, predict predictions
2: for which game, Chelsea yeah total let's say we have Basel eBay in the cup, and we have Chelsea oh, wait, wait. and we have Bayern Freiburg
1: there was you I, want, to I want three well. predictions Okay, so Bayern-Freiburg, I see 4-1 for Bayern. Mm -hmm. I think they're Mm -hmm. going to destroy them. But I think Vincent uh, Grifo is going to score for Freiburg, so that's why I put one goal for them. Chelsea-Liverpool, I have no idea. Both teams to lose? Is it possible?
2: (laughs) 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 If there's a
0: game that this is possible, it's going to be tonight. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I'm going to say 2 1 Liverpool.
2: And Basel, eBay, is it? Oh, it's in the cup. Ah.
0: <laughs> you said that,
2: so, not, like, so it was like, so you just taking effect, <laughs> so funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say Basel are going to win against eBay. Um, really? Interesting. Yeah, penalty yeah, shootout. I think they're going to win a 10. If and anyone ever wanted to
0: get into Swiss football, that game tonight it's is your Basel starter well. game. It's in Basel. Yeah, It's, it's in Basel, the most successful club of the recent decade, playing the young boys, the most successful club of the least recent five years, going toe to toe in a cup semi-final. If you want to get into Swiss football, seven fifteen tonight. Um, and you're I'm not going to say it, that
1: Zeki amduni is going to score as well.
0: He is a baller. Yeah. What What do you think yeah. then, Armand? Just quickly give us your predictions, which we've gone over already.
2: Okay, so um, Bayern Freiburg is going to be... I think it's going to be 3-0 Bayern. Basel against eBay I'm going to say... I don't think Basel will score. I think 2-0 for eBay no. And Chelsea-Liverpool is going to be... Uh, It is so difficult. I mean, they're both gonna consider. Uh, yeah, I'm there gonna was say one 0 to Chelsea. I'm gonna say really? one to Chelsea. Yeah.
0: We okay. shall see. I can't wait to talk again next week and see how wrong you all were with your predictions. I think it's gonna be much tighter in the <laughs> Bayern game. Anything. No, I think it's gonna be much tighter in the Bayern game. Um then I don't think they're gonna win by more than maximum two goals. Uh I don't think I don't think uh, there's going to be either a winner in the Liverpool's Chelsea game. I think both teams will take the draw under the circumstances. And as far as eBay Basel go, I think eBay will, will win. They are too good. So maybe maybe 2 0. Yeah, again. but we
1: are better. Like, you know, Servet are better than eBay. For
0: sure, For sure you are, of course. But uh, to be honest, mm. I want
1: eBay to win because I think between the two teams, that's the only team we can beat if we have to go to the final. But. We still have to play Lugano. But mm-hmm. if we go to the final, I think the only team that we can beat between Basel and eBay is eBay. Is eBay. Definitely.
0: Okay. Yeah. And now we've still talked about Swiss football too much. So um, to all the listeners, yeah. thank you so much for, for listening mm-hmm. in, for tuning in. Thank you for subscribing, of course. We, have to, we, we are now on Spotify, so you can subscribe. There's no excuse not to. And to my Swiss baller friends, thank you so much. Thank you. And see you next okay. year as well. See you soon. Ciao, ciao. Ciao. Bye.